Hi, everyone. I'm excited to be here today to talk to you about some of the miracle stories that are happening right here in our own city, in our own state, every day. My name is Tony Kosha, and the title of our show is Tony's 50,000 Coincidence Miracles. Please note, uh, this show is not about religion, and we're not trying to change anyone's religion, and we're not trying to get you to join any religion. Uh, it's just about miracle stories. I don't know of any religion on the planet that doesn't talk about miracles. Uh, that's why religions begin, because they have something that's telling them there's really a God. But we're not going to get into that. We're going to just talk about miracles and leave the decisions about all that up to you. So we don't care what religion you are. Uh, we just want to talk about miracles. Uh, if you are an atheist, uh, I, I think you'll enjoy the program as well, although I can't guarantee you'll remain an atheist very long after you hear uh, many, many convincing stories, uh, coincidence kinds of stories about miracles. Uh, you can email me your own stories if you wish. Um, we'll try to use all we can on the show. I can't guarantee we will, depending on volume and time. But you're welcome to send your stories on to us, and we will mention them when we can. Or you can send them to the following email address. Um, uh, but please notice that if we do use your story, we won't mention your name. We'll keep you anonymous. And we suggest that in your story, when you send it to us, don't use your correct name. That way anyone listening will not be able to figure out that it was you that sent the story in. Uh, the email address you can send your stories to uh, is very easy to remember. It consists of two words and three numbers. The first word is Tony, spelled T-O-N-Y. And the second word is and, spelled A-N-D. And the numbers are 777. So once again, the name is Tony and 777 at AOL.com. Well, let us begin. Our first coincidence miracle story today comes from a woman who was having severe stresses for about four days in a row. Problems, constant stressful things popping up. Uh, terrible doctor diagnoses of one of her illnesses. Uh, her landlord told her that she has to move out of where she's living. Uh, her car uh, was told by the repairman it was going to cost a lot of money, frightening amount of money, uh, and she was at risk now of losing her job because they were having cutbacks, and it was stress upon stress after stress. She called a friend of hers and was crying on the phone, and her friend was inspired to say to her, you know, there's a story of Jesus in the Bible where he's in the boat during the storm, and he looks like he's sleeping. And everybody is panicking because they're in a terrible storm and the apostles are afraid they're going to drown. And these are seaworthy men who are very experienced uh, seamen and they were frightened that they were going to drown. So they go and wake Jesus up and Jesus says, why, why did you fear? Why did you have little faith? And he, he says a couple of words and the storm immediately stops. So this friend of hers said, you know, uh, God never sleeps, and uh, Jesus was looking like he was sleeping, but apparently, even though he was sleeping, he still knew what was going on because he was, simultaneously, Jesus was both man and God at the same time. 
and he was simultaneously living the life of a man, but also he was the presence of God as well. And that's, uh, in theology, that's been discussed for 2,000 years, and that's the common belief. Jesus was both God and man at the same time. And that's why we that's why he's our model because we can live like he did as a man, maybe not as he did as God, but we could live the way he did as a man and he showed us how to live. So so this friend was telling her, you know, Jesus is never asleep and you're going through hell, but Jesus is with you and you're going through a storm, so let's pray and ask. So that's what they did. They prayed and they asked for help. About an hour later, this woman got an email from another friend who just off the top of her head just thought she saw a great um, video from someone named Brit Fisk. That's spelled B-R-I-T-T. That's Brit. And Fisk is F-I-S-K. I've also now listened to the, the video myself because of what just happened in this amazing story. So now the woman with all of her disasters goes and watches the video of Brit Fisk. And after about um, 35 minutes or so, near the end of Brit Fisk's uh, video, she says the exact same thing. She says, you know, in my life, which was looking terrible to many, many people, After my life and all of the problems I've gone through and all the struggles and frightening things, I've had cancer and I've had a sick child, etc. God has taught me that he might look like he's sleeping in the boat, but God never sleeps. This was a great coincidence, miracle, and I would highly encourage you to uh, look into watching the YouTube presentation by Brit Fisk. Her name is spelled B-R-I-T-T, that's Brit, and her last name is Fisk, spelled F-I-S-K. Our next coincidence miracle is something that meant a lot to me and happened to me personally. As most of you know, if you've been listening for three years now to our miracle stories, I wrote two books uh, because I was inspired by God to do that, and I've spent a lot of time since then giving lectures uh, trying to convince people that you can talk to God. It's very simple. You ask him questions, and he inspires you and sends you ideas as answers, and it's really very simple. And we've had 10,000 saints who've proven they can talk to God, and we've had many people giving us miracle stories for three years that proves they talk to God as well. And if you read my books, you'll be convinced that God's been talking to me for 49 years. So... um, I was delighted recently because I was watching TV one night and I was inspired to change the channel and there was a nun giving a witness talk, uh, a nun who's been a nun for a long time, something like 20 years, and she was absolutely convinced in the audience, and I was so happy to hear it, that she also has a life where she's positive God talks to her as well. She asks him what to do and he inspires her and she lives in a convent. Uh, And then that night before bed, I was inspired to read the diary of St. Faustina. As some of you know, I've been reading the diary of St. Faustina, another nun, uh, fantastic life. She's famous for the Divine Mercy Prayers. 
and celebrating Divine Mercy on the Sunday following Easter Sunday every year. And in her diary, entry number 1605, that's entry number 1605, she very clearly says in there, it's very clear, that she talks to God and God talks to her. And God wants us to promote this and tell everybody, God is waiting for every person on the planet to talk to him every day, every single day, all day long. God is waiting and hoping that everybody will talk to him. He talked to Adam and Eve in the garden all the time. He made us to be his friends. So it's absolutely clear. And people who send their miracle stories to us, that's what they're doing. They're talking to God and they're experiencing miracles. So I hope I've convinced you today, not only by me always saying it and writing two books and doing this for three years with these radio shows, but also by a nun, a 20-year nun, and St. Faustina. She's a saint, canonized in her article 1605 in her books. So let's just do it. Let's keep talking to God, asking him what to do. Nobody's good enough for this. Nobody's perfect enough. God God knows that. And we're not going to get any better. Or we're not going to get perfect if we don't start talking to God. I think the whole world is obviously having problems these days because the whole world needs to be talking to God. Every single person. Can you imagine what a world we'd have if everybody was talking to God every day? I hope this coincidence story today convinces you and all of your friends to just keep asking God what to do and don't worry about how he's going to answer you because he'll figure it out. He'll find a way to give you the answer. Our next coincidence miracle is from someone who drove off to a park uh, to go for a walk and as they've heard on our radio show there are several people who go to parks, walk, get exercise and talk to God while they're walking and talking. Uh, It's a great way to get exercise and also get a lot of wisdom from God. I do it often myself. Uh, This person, they tell us that after they spent something like 40 minutes walking and talking with God, they were driving away, driving back home, and they got to like their fourth intersection on the way home. Uh, And they had the right of way. They got there before the other people, but they decided they got an inspiration and they were just praying for 40 minutes. So they were following the inspiration. They were after 40 minutes of talking to God, you get into that zone. So they felt they were in the zone to wave this other person on. They looked like they were very busy. And hectic, they were. They rushed. They were rushing as they drove into the intersection. So he stopped and waved the other person by, and then he got a wonderful coincidence miracle because the car right behind, right behind the car he waved by, had a license plate with three sevens. And if he did not wave that car by, if he didn't let the other guy go in the intersection, he would have never seen the three sevens. So the gift from God for him in his mind was. Because he fired, he followed the inspiration of waving the other guy on and, and letting him go, um, was the, the the gift for that was that God showed him a license plate of three sevens, blessing him at the intersection. Our next coincidence miracle is from someone in the housekeeping and maintenance uh, of buildings into that end of their work. Um, so they spent a lot of time in buildings. Uh, meeting a lot of the tenants because they're in this uh, housekeeping and maintenance and they've been doing this for many years. So they know practically everybody in the facility on a first-name basis and there are hundreds of people in these facilities where this person works. 
And there was one person uh, about four years ago who they became very close with, a very young person, a, a beautiful young woman, uh, and she was brutally murdered by someone. Uh, and, and it was a good friend of you know, these, the good friend of the maintenance person because they became close over over years. And and this maintenance person was acting almost like a parent, uh, giving a lot of advice to this young person. So when this person was brutally, terribly murdered, it was a terrible, uh, awful uh, condition. The body was found in. Uh, this person who was acting like the parent felt terrible. Uh, and the person who did the maintenance work had received a very large birthday card uh, a couple of years before uh, this incident. And they always felt bad because when they looked at all the signatures on the card, they never saw this friend of theirs, this young friend. They never saw the signature at all. They, they looked for it, but they couldn't see it. And uh, three years after the person was brutally murdered, three years after they were cleaning out some things, and they decided to finally throw the card away. And as they were throwing it away, their eye picked up on the fact that this person they really loved and cared about and treated like a ch- like their own child um, had really signed that card. So the coincidence miracle was that after three or four years of them thinking that their favorite person never signed the card, in fact, God helped them to see that the card was signed by them. Now, I actually spoke with this person face to face while they were relating the story to me, and I can tell you they got choked up a few times while they were telling me, and I have to tell you I got choked up a couple of times myself. It was a beautiful story. They loved this person as their own child. The child was brutally murdered. Uh, they felt that the person never, they had nothing left of this person to, re, you know, paraphernalia to remember them. And then it turned out that they did find three years later, God gave them this gift of the card that was signed. God bless you all and keep asking God questions every day until next week. Mm-hmm.